0: This is the Casper and Chris Podcast.
1: From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Your 20-hour break is over.
0: Now back to the only morning show born in Idaho. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
2: Well, yeah, I figured I'd come back. Why not? Yeah, last week was so much fun, you thought you'd do it again.
3: <laughs> Mike Casper, you're you're in our thoughts, you're in our prayers, you're in our minds, you're in our hearts. Uh the entire uh the entire Casper family. Uh Mike Casper losing his uh his dad yesterday. Um he will be back when he's back. Yeah. Uh, in in the meantime, unfortunately you're Chris, I'm sorry. There's no other way to put it. You're you're just going to have to deal with me. So, uh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks for thanks for letting me in. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh I am I'm, I'm I, I I have this interesting thing where I I will be doing both shows uh this week due to um uh due to the uh, caucus on on fr- on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we have we ha- there's there's some interest in Idaho from some of the people running for office. Is there? Yes. Yes. Uh, Nikki Haley will be uh, is, sorry. I I should say it like this. Nikki Haley's scheduled to be on the show at this afternoon at 3:50. Okay. Now, as travel happens, stuff happens. I wouldn't be shocked wouldn't be if, the
2: first time if, I got canceled. If, if you got to call at three forty-five, that said, sure. "Sorry, not yes. going to work out."
3: Oh, yes, yes. She's ironing her hair or something like that, you know. So, uh, but in the meantime, we're prepared for it. But you know what? Of all the people, like, and, and we asked the question. Uh, I asked the question. We there's no we. Just mean the personalities mm-hmm. um, in my head. If you had her in front of you, one question. What do you ask her?
2: What do I ask her? Yeah. How long do you plan to stay in this race if you don't make any headway?
3: Number one, uh, number one question. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was told yesterday because again, the coolest part about this job is you could ask almost anything and put anything out there, and the audience does the work for you eventually. And, hey, we got somebody coming in. What do you want me to ask? I could well, I could know. figure all this all out on my own. But rather than do my own prep, I could just have the audience do it. But number one, or, hey, you have a
2: message. Or, or how about this? Are you counting on one of those lawsuits to uh, mess up the uh, the Trump candidacy and then you'll be the front runner? Is, is that what you're counting on? Okay, I like that. What are your plans? Gonna, I don't know
3: if you lawsuits
4: come through. Yeah. Okay, good.
3: I like that. Um. Because we've all seen the same, we've all seen the same polls over and over. Yeah, you got the, uh, you got the, got a number of people in the country not blown away by the choices they have. You have the faithful, you got the supporters, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. MAGA, I'm not calling you not faithful. No, don't, don't, don't think for a second I'm not calling you not passionate, not faithful, not. not. However, when you ask moderates, uh, they would be the opposite of not passionate. When when you ask moderates, when you ask Democrats, there's a number of them that think, like, gosh, is 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 this are there, is this the best we got? Are there any other choices? Well, there are. I mean, the the they, truth of the matter is, is there are other choices. Well, true. They're just
2: well, I mean, not leading. Uh, what's his name? Binkley is going to be on the uh, the, the Idaho. Or is going to be one of the ones going for uh, the Republican yes uh, delegates from Idaho and. Uh, I don't know a lot about him except that uh, he's so, running. so far what I know is he isn't Donald Trump and he isn't Nikki Haley.
3: And I've had more communication from both the Trump campaign and the Haley campaign than I have the Binkley campaign. So either he's really busy or running
2: for the notoriety. But I don't know uh-huh. how much notoriety you get when
3: most people don't even know your name.
2: So If you come in what what I assume will be third in Idaho, that's probably isn't something you'd put on your resume. He's included in the promo we have running because
3: mm-hmm. uh, that, that's technically Cause true. Because he, he's running. Because yeah. he's there. Uh, again, the caucus is uh, it's for Republicans only, Republicans that were uh, registered as of uh, New Year, mm-hmm. um, this year, and it's at noon. Be in line at noon because once everybody is, has voted and filtered through, uh, they're going to count it up and it's done. So they count on the last time we had uh, chair uh, the chair of the Republican Party, Dorothy Moon, on. They look for that process to be anywhere to an hour, hour and a half from start to finish. But that doesn't mean it's going to take you an hour are, and a half to vote.
2: Are they kidding themselves? I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I don't know. The the Most of the caucuses that I've either seen or read about end up taking several hours longer than they thought.
3: This is, sure,
2: and... Uh, you know what?
3: It's one of those things where you don't know till you know. Yeah, it's it's not like the caucus that was here uh, years ago, where everybody uh, went into the arena and was there for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, what, what they're calling a fireman's caucus. So it's up to you. If you don't know who you're going to vote for yet. You could watch a video. You could watch a presentation. You could watch a speaker.
2: It's I mean, based on what we do. It's almost hard to believe there are people who haven't made a decision yet. Right.
3: I have not met a single Republican that doesn't know what their intentions are. Okay. Or a Democrat. Uh,
2: but you could either watch the presentation. However, we've heard a lot of them say they wish they had a third, you know, sure, uh, viable choice of some sort. Or you could vote right away. Yeah. And just be
3: done with it. No, I don't want to I don't want to watch the video. I don't want to I don't want to see the presentation or the speaker or whatever they got going on. I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to circle, I'm going to fill out the name and uh be done by 12:15. <laughs> so, that's well, That would be great. It, it it's up to you on wh- how you want to go about your Saturday. But uh if you have any questions, call your call your county. Um But no, it's it's an interesting um Something interesting to look forward to. She has a message; it hasn't resonated with the majority of Republicans in the states that she's run in so far. Forty percent, not bad, not bad for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, she was governor there. However, well, she didn't win.
2: Yeah, Trump is still the favorite
3: there. Yeah, so looking for looking ahead into. Uh, Idaho you looking ahead into uh into Michigan which is also happening on uh, on Saturday then looking ahead to Super Tuesday I want to ask her is there a state what what gives her hope other than um uh, other than the lawsuits yeah. what mathematically gives her hope I mean there we go are, are you staying in because of that because you aren't
2: winning right now
3: right we see NFL teams all the time Right. And, and, you, and, you know, with the, uh, with the onset of uh, analytics and stats, mm-hmm. you know, you get say third quarter so far, uh, you know, Colorado State had a 0% chance. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this scab. <laughs> Colorado State had a 0% chance, chance in of the winning. Third quarter. Right. right. And then fourth however, quarter happened. However, happens. by the end
2: of the fourth quarter.
3: Last two minutes of the fourth quarter happened. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. those stats go up. But that's sports. Anything could happen
2: politics yeah, anything could happen but there's yeah but i mean like 70 percent of the people uh who were would vote for donald trump i don't think are just going to flip right i i don't see trump voters as people who flip uh at all uh, i was going to say easily but no they they don't they don't flip
3: but we'll talk about this uh we'll talk about this more uh this morning uh for just a little bit not not a whole lot uh i, I don't want to turn the entire morning show into a promo for the afternoon show uh just part of it um also want, <laughs> also want to talk about grocery shopping fair enough also want to talk about grocery shopping that's that's got a that's got a nationwide story behind it but between here and there it is 6 14 time for sports brought to you by the pork belly in cuna chef wally He's in there now. He's prepping now. The bacon's cooking right now. The meals, you can smell the bacon right now and possibly taste the bacon. I'm
2: starting to be able to here in the studio.
3: You can do it in person at the Pork Belly downtown CUNA.
2: The Boise State men's basketball team plays tonight at Air Force. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. It's possible there will be few or no spectators at the game. Sunday, a 168-acre fire broke out on the Air Force Academy grounds in Colorado Springs. As of Monday night, the fire was 50% contained, and access to the Academy grounds was restricted to only military personnel. The Academy released a statement late Monday, saying officials are working with the Athletic Department regarding fan access to tonight's basketball game and will make a statement this morning regarding updated parking and admission plans, if any. The Broncos are 19-8 and eight overall, and 9 in. Ten and four in conference, they are tied for first place in the Mountain West, but Utah State, the Falcons are 9 and 17 overall and only 2 and 12 in conference. When the two teams met February 3rd in Boise, Boise State won by 38 points. Boise State women's soccer coach Jim Thomas Monday announced the Broncos 2024 spring schedule which will include five home games. The team will start with two road games in Canyon County. They'll play at Northwest Nazarene Friday at 7 p.m., then at the College of Idaho Friday, March 8th at 7.30 p.m. The home opener will take place Saturday, March 30th at 2 p.m. against Snow College. All Boise State home games will be played at the Boaz Soccer Complex. Admission is free at sports.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The
0: Federal Trade Commission said Monday that Kroger's acquisition, which is the largest proposed supermarket merger in U.S. history, will eliminate fierce competition between the two grocery giants, leading to higher prices for consumers. The Idaho statesman reports the FTC alleged the merger would also harm workers, threatening their ability to bargain for higher wages, better benefits, and improved working conditions. Albertson said in a statement that its merger would instead expand competition, lower prices, increase wages, protect union jobs, and improve customers' shopping experiences. The statement said if the acquisition is blocked, other retailers like Amazon, Walmart, and Costco will be strengthened. Can we do it on a contingency? Can, <laughs> we just,
3: can we just
2: keep the receipt? See if it works?
3: Yeah. For a few weeks? I mean, if the price of milk, uh, what, over the course of, what, five years? If the, if the, if the prices don't change for five years, fine.
2: <laughs> or lower. Let's see, what five-year what, what five period was that true of? Uh, none that just, I can think of. Let's go with it. All right. Let's go, let's go with it.
3: Talked about it for a little bit uh, before the show with you guys, mm-hmm. and most of us shop convenience. Not too many of us go on a 10-mile trip outside of our neighborhood yeah, just, to go to go grocery shopping.
2: To save three cents a pound on something.
3: Right, right. I mean, I'm sure there are some extreme uh, couponers uh, somewhere, because mm-hmm. extreme couponers are still a thing, and bless their hearts for doing it. I just don't... I don't do that. I should, but I don't. Nothing wrong with it. Well, you have to be really, really organized and really care. And that's the thing. Yeah. We talk about this, and and it is a news story. No doubt about it.
5: Mm
3: -hmm. FTC is looking to stop the merger of Kroger and Albertsons for a litany of reasons. And... While I want people to have good working conditions and while I want people who don't work in radio to have uh, fantastic wages and and, and, <laughs> and a great environment. All those things are a given. Yeah. As a shopper, mm-hmm. all I want is the cheapest damn price I could find on food. That's it. That's all I want. And with any luck,
2: at the store down the block.
3: Yes. Yes. That store right there, the one closest to me, mm-hmm. that one I want. Where, I don't care where, if it's a store brand or not.
2: Where we where we live now, we're two tenths of a mile from Albertsons. Okay, and uh, four tenths of a mile from the grocery outlet. See, and so we kind of split time between both. Yeah, so you have
3: choices. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I drive past a Winco and two Albertsons on your way home. On my way home, if I wanted to go an an, an extra. Maybe half mile, mm-hmm. I could hit a Fred Meyer because it's right. It's just right up the uh, uh, right up the road, right uh, on Federal. So
2: I have four choices. I'm, I'm we we of, where we used to live, we, we lived very close to a Winco, okay, and, and so we just went there, unless there were you know thirty three thousand cars in the parking lot, in which case we just went someplace else.
3: I love Winco prices. I can't stand the and window a, layout,
2: and we also weren't too far from uh, the the Walmart neighborhood uh, uh, grocery store. Okay, which is, which is over at like Cole
3: and Houston. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and and somehow in all that, you know, a lot of people shop at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, do you care? Do you care if Kro? You listening as a shopper? Do you care if Kroger and Albertsons merge or not? Does it
2: matter to you? Well, the the argument against said that the prices will go up, there will be less competition, and people will be out of jobs. And then Albertsons came out with a statement that said, "Huh? Thing
3: is, is again the shopper in me doesn't care on who's going to work on Park, mm. right? Right. I don't work there. Yeah. You know, those are those the headquarters Park
2: and Apple or just on, just Park. Park. Yeah. yeah. Just, just Park.
3: They're gonna work somewhere." They used to work at Albertsons. Mm-hmm. Now they probably work for a different company. It's not that I don't care. I, I don't want anybody to be jobless. I just don't think they'll be jobless for long. Oh, okay. 208-336-3700. six 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. Traffic and weather.
1: Broadcasting
3: from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and
1: 670 AM. We are News Talk KBOI.
3: How do you afford the brand? Uh, Derek, how do you do... We know where you work.
6: That's how I afford it.
5: I... Is he getting paid more than we are?
3: I... You
5: know what? <laughs> there's cert- there's <laughs> certain... I don't, I don't... Hey, there's certain foods that I that I like the brand. I you mean, could put... Brands have some value, right? I mean, they have to. Or they wouldn't exist. Well,
3: hold on a second. We here at News Talk KBOI uh, own are owned by Cumulus. Uh <clears throat> We uh we will never tell you uh to to not shop a certain brand.
5: KBOI is my favorite flavor. It's my favorite brand. However, uh, if you
3: put a pound of sharp cheddar in front of me, whether it be Tillamook it's or it's good. Tillamook. or or, or great value <laughs> or
5: signature great select
2: value. If you lined up... Ooh, now you're speaking my language. Great value and signature select.
5: Yeah. Two for one. I know those. But the thing
3: if you put all those sharp cheddars in front of me and blindfolded me and told me to pick which brand of sharp cheddar I was tasting, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I can't tell you the difference between Ragu, Prego, or... Mama Nina's. Signature select. Could, couldn't do well, it. Well, I'm sorry for you. That that's just I, me.
5: I think there are certain things you splurge on. Wouldn't you? Like we were talking about vanilla. No, no, no. There's certain. No, no.
3: Like, I, I, I go to a
5: restaurant for that. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I go, huh. I go to a restaurant, and, and really, if I'm going to a
5: restaurant, I'm going for quality, and I'm not doing dishes. Don't you think there's some buyers though, since we're sitting across from each other? Uh huh. That do buy brick because like for sure. me, if I'm going to spend ten bucks on a brick of cheese, I'm not getting the select. I'm getting Tillamook. Every time. Or I'm not getting cheese. If I have a coupon, maybe. <laughs> maybe. If I have a coupon a what? that makes
2: Wait, the... it's a coupon or coupon. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of ways to say it. If I <laughs> it's
3: a Ron White nod.
2: If I had a coupon that lowered the price of cheese to the
3: cheapest cheese on the rack, I'll buy uh, I'll buy the brand.
2: No problem. Wow. Yeah. Well, they got all the stats on that. I'm sure they know you're out I, there. I used to tell people the reason I buy lottery tickets is I have this dream of going into a grocery store and not comparison shopping. Do you buy brand name sugar? No, nah, I don't care about that. See? Hold on, hold on. You just lectured me on everything
3: else. How come you don't buy brand name sugar? I Don't brands matter? All sugar matters. Not all brands
5: matter. Not all brands How about milk. I mean, if you say Prego and whatever's the other one, ragu or whatever, I don't care. I don't care about those, but... When it comes to cheese or coffee, I have coffee. I'm not going to say any brands, but I have coffee that I like the taste of and I'll pay extra for. Okay. What yeah. is this pay extra of what you say? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that I'm concept. I'm moving a tip jar out to the counter today. I hope you guys don't mind chipping in a bit. I'll do, I, I, listen, I will do to you <laughs> what
3: I do to everybody else that does that. Well, that's, I'm glad people have donated to that. Good for you, buddy. 208 336 bottom line, do you care if Kroger and Albertsons merge? Does it matter to you? Gary, listening on 670 KBOI in go Nampa, for go, go for it, for it Gary.
7: <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I mean, they're smaller than I I don't see how they can justify denying the merger when they're still going to be smaller than Walmart. You know, if they're smaller than their competition, I, I don't do it. Also, I don't think it's going to affect the price as much. I think Kroger and Albertsons are the two highest-priced stores in the area. Uh, I used to live like a, a two blocks from an Albertson. Probably went in there three, four times a week, and then they switched. This was years ago. They switched to the discount card or whatever you know, right. for all their savings. Okay. I went about once a year for a seasonal item that I knew that they had and nobody else did, and I just quit shopping there. When I was working up by a Safeway's up north, they'd say, "Do you want our discount car?" I said, "No, I, I'll just quit, quit, quit shopping here. If I can get it elsewhere."
3: And, and that's the thing: and, if the price becomes and- too big, becomes too expensive, people will just not. Go there. Gary, well, I appreciate the call.
2: And, and, and even after, assuming the merger happens, even afterward, the, the Kroger Albertsons uh, brand would still have to compete against, you know, Winco, Walmart, and whatever else exists anymore. Traffic. Drive home live and local with
0: Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton.
1: This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
3: You no, know, Chris, that guy in the afternoon. Uh, tell you what, fantastic voice. Um,
2: the one that was on right before you, or the, the, what are we
3: talking about here? The, the, the host that's on between 3 and 7. Oh,
2: I see. Yeah. Okay.
3: That guy. Nate Shelman. have you heard of him? Nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, nice guy. Yeah. Real humble, I, mean, I hear. Well, and good looking. Yeah. Wonderful. Maybe not as humble as I've heard. Uh, Mickey Haley going to be on the show. Cool. Sorry. Scheduled to. Nikki Haley's scheduled to be on the show. At 3.50. At 3.50. I'm, I'm filling in uh, until Mike comes back. Uh, for those of you that uh, didn't hear, uh, Mike Casper did lose his dad uh, yesterday, and uh, so he will be out until further notice, and uh, more than happy to fill in for Mike uh, until he comes back. So uh, Casper, the entire Casper family, uh,
2: yeah. we, we got you. Micah has written in and says most of these products – are packaged at the exact same factory and they just put different labels on them, which there was a friend of mine who lived in um, Iowa and he went to uh, work at a plant that made shampoo, believe it or not. Okay. And one of the things he did is as soon as they were done running uh, one brand of shampoo, he would uh, switch out the bottles, change the label. Yeah. He would, he was, he would switch out the bottles to different ones and they would put the exact same stuff in those other bottles and then sell it with, in a variety of number, uh, a variety of brand
3: names. It's not that I care about the merger; I care about the price of the grocery. Pat Boise, you're on News Talk KVUI. Go ahead, Pat.
4: You
0: know, I just don't think this is a good idea at all. Freddie Myers, their prices are way, way too high, and this is just going to jack it up even more. I, oh, I just don't think it's a good idea at all
2: and freddy's those are the kroger people
0: yes they are so the Freddie myers if that
2: happens
3: if i say something flippant like hey pat i i've shopped a number of times uh i've never seen anybody forced to go grocery shopping at a location at gunpoint wouldn't you just change
7: um yes okay and that like i would too
3: I would, too. We'll come back to this. Pat, appreciate the call. 645, time for sports. Brought to you by the Pork Belly, downtown CUNA. Home of the Pork Belly hash. Grilled onions, mushrooms. Mmm. And that's just one of the items that Chef Wally is getting ready right now at the Pork Belly, downtown CUNA.
2: Abby Dowell, a pitcher for the Boise State women's softball team, was named Mountain West Conference Freshman of the Week after posting an earned run average of 0.95. She started and beat the University of Houston and earned another win with four shutout innings in relief against Texas Arlington. The Broncos have earned five weekly awards so far this season, which leads the conference. Sophia Knight was named Freshman of the Week on February 12th. Boise State will play in the... DeMarini Invitational at Stanford this weekend. They will play Stanford Thursday, both Georgia and Stanford Friday, and Cal Saturday. Then Sunday afternoon, they will play Cal in Berkeley. The Broncos are 11-5 and overall and have yet to play a Mountain West Conference game this season. In Major League Baseball, the Oakland Athletics announced a few months ago that they will eventually be relocating to Las Vegas. However, Monday, the Nevada State Education Association said it is preparing to file an injunction to stop $380 million in public funds from being distributed to the Athletics Stadium Authority. They will file with help from the political action group Schools Over Stadiums. The team's lease at Ring Central Coliseum in Oakland ends at the end of this coming 2024 season the new las vegas stadium is set to open for the beginning of the 2028 season at uh, tropicana boulevard and las vegas boulevard after they demolished the tropicana motel or er, hotel and casino it's unclear where the athletics are planning to play from 2025 to 2027 but they'll find something come after. on portland at sports. Get part of the show this at 336
1: or toll-free 800 kboi Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
2: It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Dan Meltzer. Dr. Meltzer, Good morning. Good morning.
4: All right, Doctor, I've heard of aerobic exercise and resistance or weight training exercise. However, uh, this morning, you have another thing for us to start thinking about, something called impact exercise. What in the world is that?
8: Well, this is an approach to exercising that suggests, as the name says, we put a little more pressure or impact on our bones in order to develop stronger bones, particularly as we age. What kinds of activities would qualify? Uh, Things like brisk walks, stair climbing, these are common examples. Really, again, weight-bearing activity. Um, Think of sort of the opposite of riding a bike or swimming. Jumping-like impacts really also are good. And you can achieve kind of a jumping-like impact by just doing lift raises on your tiptoes and then dropping down on your heels.
4: Come on, doctor. These simple actions really are going to pay off?
8: Well, more daily, moderate, and high-intensity physical activity definitely has been related to decrease in bone mineral density, even among subjects over 70 years old who were mostly sedentary. So it's important to do what we can to maintain bone density, particularly as we age, to avoid things like hip fractures in particular and adding a little bit of extra impact to our routines looks like a fairly easy way to accomplish this.
2: It, It seems like the debate over whether taking a daily multivitamin is beneficial or not, is uh, is never-ending. And a new study that you found appears to suggest that they may be helpful for people looking to give a little boost to their brain health. Now, what more can you tell us about that?
8: Yeah, so the new study, which actually builds on two previous efforts, found that both global cognition and memory improve among study participants taking multivitamins. So I guess put another way, the study authors estimated that daily supplementation with multivitamins delayed cognitive aging by about two years in comparison to those who received what we call a placebo or a sugar pill instead of that multivitamin.
4: So does this mean that people looking to stay sharp as possible as they age need to start taking multivitamins?
8: I don't know that it's that simple. Although the results of this three-part study definitely appear encouraging, um, however, organizations like the Alzheimer's Association are not yet ready to recommend widespread use of multivitamins in order to prevent cognitive decline. So I would say the questions and and about the benefits and risks of taking. Any dietary supplement, including multivitamins, probably at this point are still best directed by your primary care provider.
2: That is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Dan Meltzer, thanks for joining us this morning on
8: KBOI. Thank you.
0: Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
3: Nate Joan filling in for Mike Casper. Who was here for the recording of That Medical Moment. Chris Walton, here live and recorded. Thank you so much. No problem. Got Derek over there on the uh, synthesizer. I'm I'm versatile that way. Well done. Chris Walton on the drums. I'll be doing lead vocals. Welcome in. guys got smooth music in the morning. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Uh, I'll be filling in for uh, Mike Casper uh, for the uh, foreseeable future until uh, Mike gets back. Um, again, for those of you that don't uh, that didn't hear yesterday, Mike Casper did lose his dad. Uh, his dad passed away during the uh, the program yesterday, so Mike will be taking some time off and has our uh, has our full support, uh, thoughts and prayers for he and the in uh, the entire Casper family. So uh, I'll be doing double duty for uh, for just a couple couple days and uh, in through uh, in through planned vacations as well. So, Derek, we're going to argue with each other quite a bit. OK. Over time. Just know that. Know that.: Yeah, that's great. Uh, other news to talk about besides mergers and um, acquisitions. In acquisitions? Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, the underwear thief was arrested in Washington. There was a guy that uh, that went through Washington some... State or DC. Washington State, okay. There was a guy that went through some uh, some houses around here. He's a, <clears throat> allegedly uh, stole some uh, some some underwear and uh, and and other items, but a lot of underwear. Apparently, the guy wasn't married. But did they have a security guard at Penny's? I don't. Well, I <clears throat> I don't know. If, uh, you know, I don't know if he was going for certain brands mm. or not. So yeah, I mean. That's one of the things where brands might matter. Stop it. Stop it. It anyway. sounds
5: like a price shopper to me.
3: Well, it was free. It was free. That's called stealing. When you take somebody else's mm-hmm. stuff. Anyway, that guy was found and arrested. So and there were a lot there were a lot of single women uh that were the over actually not too far from my neighborhood who were scared because this guy was allegedly targeting homes of single women. And going through their items, just rearranging furniture to kind of a prankster, just not outright, just stealing TVs and did stuff. He ever,
2: did he ever dust and vacuum? Or no, okay. no,
3: no, no, no. And, and and I don't think they did either. But uh, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Thomas Creech still scheduled to be uh, 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 put to death tomorrow. His heart will stop scheduled. That is scheduled to stop tomorrow. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Thanks to the uh, state of Idaho, and and the sentencing for his actions. Mm-hmm. So we keep an eye on a number of those things. Uh, we have an HOA battle. I want to I want to talk about today. There's a uh, Idaho lawmaker that uh, wants to uh, reenact uh, restate the uh, Medicaid work requirement for those able bodied who are uh, who are getting Medicaid uh, uh, benefits. If they're able to work, then there should be a work requirement, according to uh, Vanderwoude. Out of the uh, Idaho Legislature, so we 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 have a We have that. Um, there's an HOA battle in Eagle about uh, a, a cabinet maker who's apparently been working out of the out of his home, mm. and the rest of the HOA says you can't do that.
2: Can't run a business here.
3: Ironically, the people who are on the HOA board have businesses licensed to their home address, so. They work they do quiet work on their computers. I don't know much about cabinetry making. I've never met a quiet cabinet maker or ca- I've never seen a cabinet be put together quietly. So I don't know how much noise is being made. Also, I don't like HOAs.
2: <laughs> I have one for the first time ever. I'm sorry. No, it's actually pretty nice. What 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 rule do you enjoy? Uh the rule where we don't do anything with the uh, outside of our place. Uh, a company comes in and does it for us.
3: Is that an HOA, or is that we're paying you to do that? Is that just an agreement?
2: No, it's 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 just part of it. I mean, the 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 HOA put that together. Okay. Where, uh, there's a company that comes every time it snows. They they come and and they uh, uh, clear the walks and clear all the snow away.
3: Now, by the way, if someone's making a cabinet at two a.m.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: and I'm hearing it. They're going to hear from me, but I don't need an HOA rule.
2: Most of the cabinet makers I know use like screwdrivers, uh, not they—they they don't like pound nails, and stuff. drills,
3: hammers, yeah, maybe nail uh, 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 staple guns. You know, there's there's a lot of noise that could be made in cabinet making, and depending on how good you are, there might be traffic as well. Mm. Before we get to our traffic here, and, and not the traffic at Two River Subdivision, uh, <laughs> KBY News Time seven fifteen. Sports, brought to you by the Pork Belly, downtown CUNA, chicken and waffles, which includes a Belgian waffle, fried chicken, two eggs, and marionberry jam. Just one of the items.
2: He was a great mayor. (laughs) The uh, Boise State men's basketball team plays tonight at Air Force. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. It's possible there will be Few or no spectators at the game. Sunday, a 168-acre fire broke out on the Air Force Academy grounds in Colorado Springs. As of Monday night, the fire was 50% contained and access to the Academy grounds was restricted to only military personnel. The Academy released a statement late Monday saying officials are working with the athletic department regarding fan access to tonight's basketball game and will make a statement this morning regarding updated parking and admission plans, if any. The Broncos are 19 and 8 overall and 10 and 4 in conference. They're tied for first place in the Mountain West with Utah State. The Falcons are just 9 and 17 overall and only 2 and 12 in conference. When the two teams met February 3rd in Boise, Boise State won that game by 38 points. Boise State women's soccer coach Jim Thomas Monday announced the Broncos' 2024 spring schedule, which will include five home games. The team will start with two road games in Canyon County. They will play at Northwest Nazarene Friday at 7 p.m., then at the College of Idaho Friday, March 8th at 7.30 p.m. The home opener will take place Saturday, March 30th at 2 p.m. against Snow College. All Boise State home games will be played at the Boaz Soccer Complex, and admission is free. That's sports. Time for the Morning Market Report.
0: Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On
1: News Talk, KBOI, Boise.
3: Right now, futures down 43 Taking a look at the rest of the market, what we can expect today, what's happening. Jeremiah Bates joining us. What's going on out there?
9: Yeah, I mean, all three major U.S. indexes, relatively flat. The S&P 500 pulling back yesterday from that record high that it's achieved. So, again, eyes are going to look towards earnings report, and I think one that's... uh, And one thing you got to take with a grain of salt with earnings report is a lot of times it's a look in the rearview mirror, what happened last quarter, but also you can get some indications on what the company has as far as their forward-looking guidance. I mean, how do they expect the next quarter, next six months to bode for the company? So looking at Lowe's, Lowe's was next up on the retail side of things, and I, I do pay attention to the retail earnings from these large retail stores because this can be a bit of a bellwether, maybe indicating or pointing out some trends. And even though Lowe's did beat on their fourth quarter expectations, which again, you got to take with a grain of salt because back in November, they did uh, lower, lower what they anticipated to hit for their fourth quarter. So they did beat that low bar expectation, but it's their forward-looking outlook that was not meeting expectations. And they cited that, hey, they're not seeing as much spending going on in the home improvement space, which... Which is not to be, which I don't think is to anyone's surprise when you just look at the lack of act, lack of activity that's happened in the in the real estate world. You have higher interest rates, you know, you have higher prices. All those things are going to compound to likely Lowe's not having the the revenue beat or forecasted beat that maybe some were anticipating. But what I did find very interesting. So you had Citibank. They they put some interesting data together and they said on an annual basis, 2023 was the worst year for home improvement spending. Since the bursting of the housing bubble. So again, this is on the tail where we saw tremendous spending on the fallout of COVID because people were just ripe with cash. They weren't spending money on experiences because you couldn't do anything. So obviously Lowe's, Home Depot, these retailers were a direct beneficiary of that. And we're just starting to see this pendulum swing back to normalcy. But if you look at Lowe's, it's gained over about 17% in the past three months. So Right now, they're just indicating that, hey, we're not seeing as strong as a consumer. And we saw that reported from Home Depot. And I think that we're going to see that from a lot of retailers moving forward, that with people running out of their, their savings from COVID, prices are increasing. They're likely going to tighten the belts a little bit and not spend as much on discretionary items like Home like Home Depot or Lowe's. I, I know that the, the Macy's is reporting, but uh, they lately haven't been
2: doing, I guess, that well because they announced they were going to close 150 stores, right?
9: Yeah, and Macy's bit has been on a bit of a run to try to be cost effective by cutting stores, trying to find ways to be a bit more strategic on how they're facilitating their retail. But yeah, I mean, Macy's has been a has had some challenges really over the past few years. I mean, they they plan to close about 150 stores. I mean, 50 of those are going to close by early 2025, and of course they're going to be more strategic finding stores that are a bit more unproductive. But I think this more so points to where the trend is going of the U.S. consumer. They're likely going they're largely shopping online. The online retail space is becoming more, um, I guess, predominant versus your your brick and mortar stores. And Macy's is certainly one that's going to feel the feel the grunt of that.
3: Jeremiah Bates, we uh, look forward to hearing more of your report at uh, eight thirty uh, this morning.
0: Thanks, gents remember if you missed any part of casper and chris this morning check out their podcast on the kboi app or on kboi.com now
1: back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
3: local news national news market news they're trying to prevent the merger. The government is trying to prevent the merger between Albertsons and Kroger. Question of the morning, do you care? Do you act as a consumer? Do you care? 208-336-3700. You could also email us. I'm Nate at KBY.com. He's Chris at KBY.com.
2: Brandon writes in to say, good morning. As a resident of East Boise, I do care about the merger and see no rationale how a combined Albertsons and Kroger will provide low prices. All we have on the east side of town are those two brands. Unless something is on sale in their ad, Albertsons is simply a sad and expensive place to shop. Fred Meyer might be slightly better, but they will still take your wallet if you're not a careful shopper. Combined, those places will have zero competition and will be sadder and more expensive. Otherwise, I don't want to go west of Broadway to grocery shop. Unless I'm on a Costco run or for the occasional trip to Trader Joe's in downtown, downtown Winco is full of weird people and has a sketchy downtown library sort of vibe. While Walmart is too far and is full of Walmart people shopping in their pajamas. That's Brandon of Boise. Oh, well, hold on a second. First of all, i i take I take a little bit of offense because
3: I shop at downtown Winco all the time. What?
2: You know, to be around people like you, or what?
3: No, no. I mean, I, 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 I drive past because I work here, mm-hmm. but I live over by Timberline, so I, I work at 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 Fifteenth uh, and Bannock, but I live not too far from Timberline High School, so I drive past Winco. Okay. So either either I'll be there at uh, tell you what the time to go. You want the you want the you want the Winco people watching. Man, you go you go at bar close on a mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday night at one.
2: I didn't think there were weird people, but I guess everybody else thought so.
3: By the way, there's weird people at every grocery store. All people <laughs> need food, and they will go where the food is open, and That's you will true. see even, weird people even, everywhere.
2: Even weird people eat, I guess. But
3: uh, wow, Brandon, the judgment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Uh, Walmart is full of Walmart people shopping well, shopping in their pajamas walmart people are awesome and a lot of them are fully dressed and who cares if they're wearing their pajamas they're grocery shopping it's not a fashion show <laughs> it's you hold on i gotta do my makeup so i can go grocery shopping that's something brand name shoppers do they put on their they, they, they put on their sunday best so they can go by mm. the uh, the brand names no come on brandon
2: People who people who are well known or know a lot of people probably should do that, but not you
3: no no not me, not the wife she she doesn't care she'll she'll shop without makeup on <laughs> it doesn't matter get in, find the food get out that's it and uh although yesterday I was held hostage uh by an adorable um uh, little girl who had me in an arm bar and just threatened my life. <clears throat> Unless I bought some cookies from her, so I bought some cookies. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. It was a Girl Scout. Thing. My my life was gotcha. threatened. And was that, I, here, was
2: that here in the hallway?
3: That was no, no. That was at uh, uh, Broadway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and she had them right there. The oh, jeez, all of all of them right there on the table,
2: splayed out like a dealer. How many did you buy? <clears throat> it's time for sports. Are there any? And are there any? Left? No. <laughs> the, the final yeah. answer is no. <laughs> I guess I kind of already knew that.
3: Sports brought to you by the Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. They have an entire menu, giant cinnamon roll. How about the Southerner? Fried chicken topped with bacon, cheddar, Napoleon's gravy over a medium egg on an Idaho biscuit. That's just one of the... <laughs> Apparently,
2: yeah. Apparently a Southern Idaho biscuit. I love the look Walton gives yeah. me when
3: I read off certain items from the pork belly. <laughs> like, why are you reading this and not giving it right now? <laughs> pork belly, downtown Kuna.
2: Abby Dowell, a pitcher for the Boise State women's softball team, was named Mountain West Conference Freshman of the Week after posting an earned run average of 095 Starting and beating the University of Houston and earning another win with four shutout innings in relief against Texas Arlington. The Broncos have earned five weekly awards so far this season, which leads the conference. Sophia Knight was also named Freshman of the Week on February 12th. Boise State will play in the DeMarini Invitational at Stanford this weekend. They will play Stanford Thursday, both Georgia and Stanford Friday, and Cal Saturday in Sunday afternoon they'll play Cal in Berkeley. The Broncos are 11 and 5 overall and have yet to play a Mountain West Conference game this season. That's sports.
0: Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back
1: to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and
3: local on News Talk, KBOI. Nikki Haley. This afternoon scheduled, scheduled. <laughs> for 3:50. If all goes well, well, I mean, how many times do we schedule a guest and people think that we're just making stuff up? We're not.
2: Because they cancel with, like, 30 seconds to, until the uh, interview is supposed to start. Or
3: completely ghost us. Well, one too. of the time. Uh, one or the other. But it doesn't matter if they're in office, running for office, whatever. People are busy. Sure. All right? Uh, she's campaigning. You got the polls open in uh, in mm-hmm. Michigan uh, the, well, right now. Uh, for the Michigan primary, Michigan has a caucus uh, for, okay, for some more delegates this Saturday. Isn't there like a 12-minute window or something that she's going talk to her? 12-minute window, which <laughs> is really going to freak Sophie out. Uh, Actually, sure. the second part of this interview that I'm really going to love because mm-hmm. uh, Sophie's a touch OCD. Uh, <clears throat> delete that from the, from the podcast. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. And also, uh, I didn't say it. Yeah. That's so I get into trouble. Just wanted to get that in. Can't wait till
3: Mike comes back. Uh, but we have that scheduled. And so I'll say 50-50 chance of that. We might have another Republican candidate on in the afternoon this week. Yet to be determined. Yet to be uh, yet to be named. The, I'm not saying who. There's three candidates that are part of the Idaho caucus this Saturday at noon. Mickey Haley.
2: Well, it'd be bigger news if it weren't Binkley.
3: Donald Trump or Binkley. Is it David Binkley? No, oh, you're thinking of David Brinkley. David, yeah, sorry. But and Chet Huntley. Right. But it, it's it's either one of the other two. So, yet to be named. It's,
2: it's Ryan Binkley.
3: Right. Yeah, him too. Might have one of them on. And yeah, that guy. That should have been the damn near impossible trivia question. <laughs> it's, it's, it still might be. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so we, we have invitations out to, to all the campaigns. We've only had a response back from two of the campaigns, and one of the campaigns is scheduled for this afternoon at 3.50. And some, some fantastic uh, questions that people have turned, uh, tuned in, turned in as to what questions they want answered. Although, Chris, mm-hmm. your question, when I posed the question to you, the one you fired back, right. it was the most, I, I think, the most common one. Why are you still doing this? How well, long are you going to take this?
2: What I mean what, what is the plan? I mean you are not the front runner right now. Right. A lot of times at this point the front the person who is not the front runner will drop out. Mm-hmm. But are you thinking that something will happen to Donald Trump that will prevent him from continuing to run?
3: Yeah, is 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 there something is there something else besides hope? Right? Yeah. Or or, or hope and ego
2: or I mean is there anything that like you know inside baseball?
3: Right. So, and and we see this. We've seen this in politics uh, for for till the end of time. At a certain point during the night, the candidate uh, says uh, admits defeat in the state or in the national race or whatever it is they're running against. Hey, it's not looking good. Let's just call it. You see it in you see it in sports. Right, teams pull their starters. Hey, we're not going to win this game. Let's go ahead and not put anybody else's health at risk. But yet they're still going. You just lost right. millions of dollars from the Koch brothers. You haven't won a state. We won't know at the time the interview happens how Michigan is looking. We probably won't have any idea. And then Super Tuesday's coming. You have this, this uh, the, the, not to overlook, this Saturday. What is the motivation other than ego is it some is it a piece of news yet to be named is it the possibility that somebody be, is incarcerated and isn't able to run so therefore you just go one seat over down on the bench we'll find out this afternoon are you just 350
2: roll with the punches no matter what happens
3: right or it's, or it's either this or you, you're doing something else either i'm running for president or i got to go to canasta club next <laughs> next tuesday and learn to play canasta kboi news time 756
0: 670 kboi on alexa first say alexa enable the 670 kboi skill then when you want to listen say alexa open 670 kboi
1: now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
3: nate shellman here filling in for mike casper mike casper out uh till further notice has he uh Goes through the funeral of his dad. Uh, he lost his dad yesterday, so our, our thoughts and prayers are, are with Mike and his entire family. Uh, although it is fun for me to wake up. <laughs> okay, waking up's not fun, but it is fun for me to co-host with uh, with you, Chris Walton. Uh, Thank you very much. For the uh, for the time being. Have a good time with it. Now, you just moved. Mm-hmm. And now you actually are part, you're part of an HOA now. I am, yeah, for the first time ever. Huh. Did you have? I mean, it's still fairly new where you are. Do you see any immediate benefits, or not so much yet? Well, it
2: uh, all, all the rules uh, make the entire neighborhood extremely clean. Okay. And uh, do you know all the rules? Yeah, we we just You're had that a, guy, we just we, we just had a meeting yesterday, and they were all explained to us. Okay. And there aren't that
3: many. Well, I was going to say how. Uh, I, I'm right now. I am. Um, um, I have two fingers, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm asking you to gauge these by the stack of papers. What would you say? Is it a one-inch CCNR? Or? It's
2: basically, two or three pages. That's it.
3: See, some of the some of the see some of the codes, covenants, and restrictions that that people have explained to me mm-hmm. can go anywhere from a couple pages to. Hundreds to, I guess, in some places oh, I mean, thousands this is, of pages.
2: Th- this is uh, a community entirely of condominiums. Okay, and and there are no lawns whatsoever.
3: Are you allowed to run a business out uh, of?
2: No, I don't think so.
3: No. Okay, so that's very common as far as CC as as far as rules go. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a uh, there's a higher end uh, HOA uh, in Eagle, and. A family says they're being discriminated against after being sued by their HOA because they're a, running a business. They're running a business. Mm-hmm. Cabinetry. Okay? Which carpentry. I'm imagining hammering, drilling, mm-hmm. uh maybe maybe uh maybe a staple guess, gun here I, and there. I, I don't
2: know, I'm just thinking of just cabinet installing, which usually is you put stuff in place and screw it in and that's it. Well, yeah, okay, and 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 I've seen that too. But there's other stuff that happens.
3: I mean, I don't know Man. to what level. I don't know if they're milling the the <laughs> the, the wood there as well.
5: That would be light industrial. And that would be a zoning thing, right? I mean, that I I don't. I, I guess it depends on how much, right? I and mean, if they got a wood chipper shredding it, yes. ten p.m. like yes. the one in Fargo. See. <laughs> Well, but if you if you get
3: into the, you know, milling and sawing and all that at 10 p.m., then you just get into regular laws. And then you get into regular noise ordinances.
5: Yeah, somebody just mad here?
3: Well, could be mad, could be political, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, could be mad, political. You never know. It's eagle and eagle has become its own subsection of uh crazy. So, you yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a if it's a trailer park or Two River Subdivision. So, you have uh, also something that also is involved in cabinetry staining fumes. So the the smell. Um, now this this family, these people think that they are being discriminated against because there are others who are on the board of the HOA, really, who have their
5: businesses licensed to their home address. Yeah, but is it like scrapbooking or something? I don't make the rules.
3: <laughs> I don't make the rules. You're either allowed to work from home or you're not allowed to work from home. Does it matter if you're making a cabinet or, or or if you're doing bookmaking and 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 doing work on the computer?
5: Bookmaking? A mortician? No, and that's
2: not I mean what like like book I mean there's you mean book binding or like actually a bookmaker.
3: Like well
5: I mean uh, accounting. Like a bookie? Oh, okay. Yeah. Not no. a, not a bookie.
3: Right. So, you have this family saying, "Yeah, hey, we're we're being discriminated against." And others are like, "No, it's not. It's clearly put it in there, and it, it's just This falls under my heading of all HOAs are just subsections of Nazi Germany. <laughs> Dog boarding. This it's is what happens store. When the people... Yeah, dog
2: boarding would be a little weird.
3: This is what happens when the people who were really... It really had fun being the hall monitor in high school, grew up, graduated high school, and then didn't know what to do with their select set of skills. They ran for HOA boards. And they would measure people's front lawns. I mean, your grass is just a smidge higher than your garbage can isn't behind the fence where it's supposed to be. Your home isn't the approved color of the approved color palette. Those people need to have need they need paper cuts
2: under their fingernails. Some people just need a little bit of power.
3: No, they want a little bit of power. They just need to make somebody else's life just a little bit more uh, difficult.
2: Six one half dozen. The
3: sure. Yeah. Nah. Now, that being said, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to live next to a place that is hammering, nail gunning, because there is the time I like to have a siesta, a midday nap, like today. Uh, (laughs) I do not, listen, I don't like it when the fireworks go off at midnight, 1 a.m. during Fourth of July, but eh, it's Fourth of July. Right. I don't like it when people honk their horns, even the short beep. I'm that guy. The short alert beep. Hey, we're outside. Use your phone. Use your darn phone. Go up, get out of the car, knock on the door. Let them know you're there.
2: Don't honk the horn. Are you sure you're not going to run for
5: office? Uh, no, oh, I'm just going to complain about it of, of, on air. Of, that's of,
7: the, it. of the HOA?
2: You no. are the
5: HOA.
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I complain about it here. If I see someone's dog going and they don't pick it up. I a pox upon them, right? Uh, th- that's uh, I. I hope they get a rash, but I'm not turning them in, <laughs> right? I'm I'm not I'm I'm not going to snitch. I'm not going to be that guy. I will judge them in my head and quite possibly on air, but I won't go after them. Okay. KBOI News Time seven thirteen.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to kboi.com and click the Listen Live button.
1: Now, back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: I'm so scared now. <laughs> yeah, you you're going to find out it's known for more than one thing. <laughs> the way I worded oh, the question. That's 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 where they tore down the murder house and then <laughs> I can't remember what else they built there.
3: Actually, lived not too far from a murder house. Is that right? Yeah. I, the question, as I pose, it... Does other
2: people know about it, or just you?
3: Oh, no, everybody knows about it. Oh, good. Especially the people that live there. Uh, I asked what the historical significance of the address 1650 West State was. Uh-huh. Having one answer in mind. Right. But now... Because I only know of one thing that happened, of mm-hmm. uh, one historical significance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the entire history of that plot of land is. So it is cons- it is possible that uh, Sacagawea did something. I I I don't know, or Lewis or Clark or anybody else on the Oregon Trail may have wandered off and.
2: Lewis and Clark were a little north of here. <sighs>
3: And that's why I do the show. Okay. Them. That's why you're here. Thank you for no problem. Thank you. Maybe Lincoln actually stood there. I I don't know, but I your answer has to well, match he was, he my was, answer. He was
2: actually dead long before Idaho was a state, so probably not. Just <clears throat> what is the historical
3: significance of 1650 West State Street for a pair of Steely's tickets to take on the Grizz, Eric? You're on News Talk KBOI, Eric. Did you have to look it up, or did you know it?
4: Uh, I'm guessing. I think I know it. I did not look anything up. I only heard it the last time you announced it. So, oh,
3: well done. Well, 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 All right. What is it?
4: This is where? Where me and Nate's mom, No, I'm just kidding. Easy um, kid. <laughs> you guys teased it up so bad. Okay. I believe that's the first Albertsons grocery store. Is that accurate?
3: That is what the plaque says yeah. right
4: out front. Well
3: done. Yay. Well done. Congratulations, you. Eric. You're going to go see some hockey there. By the way, Eric, do you care if Albertsons and Kroger merge? Uh, not
4: particularly.
3: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. At least you're honest about it. We're going to check in with Bob Beeler for Bronco Tuesday. Traffic and weather right now.
0: This is Bronco Tuesday, where we discuss the Olympic sports at Boise State. Now, here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, on your flagship for the Broncos. News Talk KBOI.
2: It's uh, Bronco Tuesday, oddly enough, on a Tuesday. Sometimes we do that. We are joined by Bob Beeler, who is in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Good morning, Bob.
6: Good morning, Chris, and uh, Boise State men's basketball tonight at Air Force, 7 o'clock tip, and uh, quite a few home events later this week, and one of them that we want to profile today is the gymnastics meet. They're hosting Minnesota, UC Davis, and Washington. That'll be Friday night at Extra Mile Arena, and joining us, the head coach of the gymnastics team, Tina Bird. Tina, welcome this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll start. You guys are coming off your best meet of the year against Utah State. Uh, Why was it the best meet of the year? Well,
10: we just are getting better every meet, and we decided to really focus on our landings this week, and uh, that would allow us a little bit of wiggle room if we had some other mistakes. And everybody was just in a good mood, and everything kind of lined up. And, uh, yeah, we had our best meet, and we know we can do better. So we're excited to be home this week to try to beat that score.
2: Coach Bird, you you picked up your 250th uh, win this year. How many gymnastics coaches get to that level?
10: <laughs> you know, I really don't know, and I wasn't keeping track, so I had no idea that was coming. <laughs> it was a big surprise. <laughs>
6: now, now, you mentioned about this, you know, you want to keep getting better. I would think that as the season moves along, it is common for a team to have better meets as the year goes along. So how much better? You've got, what? two or three left in the regular season. You've got the, the Mountain West, which is the first year the conference is sponsoring, you know, tournament. And then you've got the NCAAs. How much better do you think you guys can get?
10: Uh, well, you know, I, our goal is to keep that 197 from here on out or as close to it as we can get. In our sport for um, postseason qualification, you have to throw out your high score. So right now we're not counting that 197, and we hope that changes after Friday. But we've got two home meets, two away meets counting conference. And uh, I think, you know, there's in the rankings, there's really a small margin between where we are at 29th and up to 20th. There's like two tenths difference. So I think it's it's something we can do and definitely climb up higher, and we're excited to be hitting a little bit more consistently earlier this year than we did last year.
2: Are Minnesota and Washington and UC Davis uh, pretty good uh, gymnastics teams?
10: Certainly are. Um, Minnesota is almost averaging a 197. Wow. Um, and Washington is a couple of tenths above us. Actually, I think barely over one-tenth above us. So we're excited to have some big names, and it, it you know, helps you rise to the occasion. So I think it's going to be a good one Friday.
6: We're visiting with Tina Bird, gymnastics coach at Boise State. Tina, I was going to ask about that. I know you can't go out on the floor and make somebody fall or, you know, interrupt their routine, <laughs> so you can't do anything to change what the others do. But if the others are good, does it bring out the best in you? It
10: does. It's just it's an energy and a pride and, you know, knowing that we're, you know, toe-to-toe with them and can keep, keep on our holding our own, as they say. So, yeah, it, it just is a different... Uh, little different mindset it just helps you I don't know I don't know what it is but you see it in other sports too you know once you're against that higher opponents like especially Boise State blue collar you know we want to show we're as good as the teams that were in the Pac-12 and Minnesota's got the high ranking and we're ready to light up that blue again
2: you have a a small group of seniors this year What, what kind of year are they having
10: Uh, They are having a great year. Our juniors and seniors have just been the backbone of the team and it's really helping our sophomores improve every meet and we've got a couple of freshmen in there that are going to do great things in the future and it's just been a good um, leadership from them.
6: Well, I know Chris was alluding to you've got three seniors that, that seem to win just about every event that uh, they enter, and that's Courtney Blackson, Emily Lopez, and Adriana Pop, who we're going to hear from in a little while. So why don't you give us a little thumbnail sketch on each of them? It seems like each of them has an event that they dominate,
5: right? Yeah,
10: they
6: do. They do. Um
10: Pop, Adriana Pop, she has been known for Beam and she actually in college added a vault that's a 10-0 start value, which is difficult to do and especially to learn a new vault like that in college. So she's just been really consistent for us and she's been ta- chasing the perfect 10 on Beam for her whole career and she's gotten so close, 995 this year. And, uh, you know, I just think it's going to happen one of these times, but she's, yeah, she's a force. Um, Courtney Blackson as always is, is very consistent on her events and, you know, Courtney's got specific goals. I'm going to get a nine, nine, seven, five. And then the next weekend I'm going to get a 10 and I'm like, okay. And she, (laughs) she tends to do what she says. so We're waiting for that. And then Emily Lopez, I always say we call her steady Emmy and she's just the quiet one, but week after week, she does three events for us. And I think all season long, she's been putting up nine nines on all three events. So She is phenomenal.
2: How often does a a perfect 10 come around in these meets?
10: Well, not very often. I mean, we had our first one in school history on bars last year from Emily Lopez. Um, We haven't had one on vault in a lot of years, and Courtney did that last year. Um, We've only had one perfect 10 on beam, and that was a long time ago, and we've never had one on floor. so. Not very often, but we're, you know, we're, Emma Loyam has gotten a 9.95 on floor twice this year, and, you know, Courtney has gotten a 9.95 on floor, and we're just right there. So, just waiting, waiting to just get a half-tenth better and set that record.
6: Tina, we mentioned Friday coming up the uh, quad meet with Minnesota UC Davis and Washington. Uh, When we're at the meet with four teams, what makes it, different to watch than just a a dual meet if you were going against one? Make us more knowledgeable so when we're there on Friday, we can pay attention.
10: Yeah, well, it used to be a four-ring circus, and everything was kind of just shotgun go. Now we do, they call it like two dual meets within the same meet. So uh, two events will alternate. Vault and beam will alternate, and floor and vault will alternate. So it allows just a little bit better fan experience. You're not overwhelmed by four events going at the same time um, and better, you know, live streaming, you get to cover more routines. So it it's a little bit more calm. It, it allows the girls, you know, 20 seconds or two minutes and 20 seconds between routines so they can just get ready and get focused. So hopefully you'll be able to follow us all the way around and then, you know, pick up on some other great gymnasts from other teams. Minnesota has a gal on floor that scored perfect ten already twice this year and several times last year. So that hopefully will elevate the competition and give us some exciting things to watch.
2: Well, Boise State Gymnastics Head Coach Tina Bird, we appreciate your time this morning and good luck at the quad meet this Friday night.
10: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: It is Bronco Tuesday. We'll be back and talk with uh, gymnast Adriana Pop after this.
10: Now,
0: back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk, KBOI.
2: I'm Chris Walton, along with Bob Beeler, who is in Colorado Springs, Colorado, getting ready for tonight's basketball game. Good morning, Bob.
6: Good morning, Chris. And we'll visit now with Adriana Pop, who is a senior gymnast from Easton, Pennsylvania. Joins us, Adriana. Thank you for uh, visiting with us this morning.
11: Thank you for having me.
6: Well, why don't we start? Uh, Coach Bird says that uh, your goal here at Boise State is to get a ten on the beam. You were the winner, I think, the last couple of weeks in the meets in the beam. So, what? What's the difference for you to get one from like a 9975 to a 10?
11: Oh my goodness. So I would say the past two weeks I've gotten nine nine I've had like maybe a tiny little like error in both my routines. So it's like fixing that in the gym and just like practicing that under pressure. I'll just have that this weekend on Friday, hopefully.
2: Is, is the Beam your, your best event? And if so, how long has it been?
11: Um, um, since I've been doing beam or,
2: well, I mean, yeah. How long have you been doing beam?
11: Um, my gosh, for like 18 years now, it's always been my favorite ever since growing up.
6: So why do you think that the beam is your best event? I mean, there are four events. They all take different skills. I'm sure if you went down the team, it'd be pretty split as far as, you know, what are, you know, everybody's best event. Why do you think the beam suits you?
11: Um, well, I think just. I have a lot of confidence on the beam. I don't know. It's only it's four inches wide, 16 feet long. Not a lot of people like beam. Um, you either like it or you don't. And I just, I've always had a love for the beam and just getting up there and nailing big skills. I do a lot of um, different skills in the beam than other gymnasts um, in the NCAA. I do one of the hardest beam series. So it's kind of just really exciting to be able to show that off in front of a crowd. It's kind of just a big wow factor. And I just love like nailing my dismount it's just one of the best feelings ever
2: you you are a senior what has your journey been like at boise state
11: um my journey's been honestly amazing i've competed all four years since i've been here and i'm on my fifth year now um i've been competing beam and floor um for three years and then i learned new vault my senior year last year um so i've been able to compete that the past two years now um i've gone um, amazing friends along the way. I have great coaching staff, great training staff. So it's just been, it's been an incredible journey, and I just can't believe it's coming to an end soon.
6: You know, when you look down at the rosters on all of the teams uh, at Boise State, uh, the state of Pennsylvania does not come up very often. So how does someone <laughs> from not. eastern Pennsylvania end up in Boise, Idaho?
11: Um, so when I was younger, I used to train at the Olympic Training Center. I was on the elite track. Um, and there was national staff members that were coaching there. And one of the former head coaches um, at Boise State used to coach bars at the camps. And he knew me and loved my gymnastics. I sent training videos up to Boise State, and I came up for a visit, absolutely fell in love with the school, fell in love with the city, and I just knew this was this place was, was home for me now. What are
2: your team goals for the rest of the season?
11: Um, our team goals are definitely to keep improving our – high score we got a 197 last year and we want to keep getting that um we want to make it to regionals this year um but we want to be top 28 at least so we don't have to do those buy-in rounds again um like we did last year and then just um getting program records i think that's just a super fun and exciting thing to do to be able to be a program record
6: we got to meet on friday coming up with three other teams what's the home course advantage like crowd is equipment different i mean where do you guys get an edge by playing at extra mile arena
11: yeah so the equipment actually it's the same beam we compete at or we use in our practice facility it's the same vault um same bar so all the equipment's the same that's used in our gym so we have a little bit of an advantage in that way and then also just that home crowd advantage is just amazing they're cheering mainly for us it's just nice to have Look up in the stands and you see blue and orange and Bronco gear. So you just know they're all cheering for you.
2: What has your experience been with the other seniors, uh, Courtney and Emily?
11: Oh, they're awesome. They're such great leaders as well. They're such great gymnasts. And I'm just excited to see what they're able to do this year as well.
6: Now, what's it like working for the Bronco Athletic Association in your fifth year? It sounds like you're you're branching out. You're doing some things other than taking classes. So uh, what's that experience been like?
11: Yeah, that's been another really great experience. I've been working there for almost two years now. I started off with a five-week internship in the summer, and they wanted me to stay as a part-time student worker. So I stayed the past year and a half now, and it's really cool just because I've been getting a lot of experience within the athletic department and kind of putting faces to names that I haven't really, like I've heard about, but haven't really seen and just kind of see what they do in the athletic department, how they provide for student athletes. And I get to work with some of the donors, like the big donors for our school and get to work football games, get to work men's basketball games. So kind of a little behind the scenes, little thing with all that. So it's, it's been a lot of fun and I'm, I'm super grateful for it.
2: As a senior, I imagine you have some future plans. What would you like to be doing next year and and then further in the future?
11: Um, so, I actually want to start co- um, coaching after um, and then hopefully one day become a college coach.
6: So, what did you learn most in your playing career that you think will help you as a coach?
11: Um, definitely, like leadership roles I've learned, um, how to motivate my team members, just because I've been the leader for the past couple of years now. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. At, just being motiv- motivating them, supporting them in any way I can, um, being positive. A positive role model is important. Just have that great energy you want to provide for a team is just super important. I think.
2: What What have you learned specifically from Coach Bird?
11: Um, that <laughs> taking like life major life lessons kind of through gymnastics and leading into my life afterward. Um, to being grateful for every opportunity, um, enjoying the moment in every way, and just kind of embracing, embracing each and every, every moment.
6: Visiting with Adriana Pop of the gymnastics team, Adriana, what do people want to look for Friday night that are coming to the meet?
11: Um, they want to look for some big, fun gymnastics, great energy, a nice another Bronco win at home, maybe some tens along the way, and yeah, just. A great night of gymnastics overall
2: well adriana pop thank you very much for uh, joining us this morning from the boise state Gymna- uh, gymnastics team and and uh we wish you a uh, terrific luck the rest of the season and definitely this friday night
11: thank you so much for having me
0: now back to bronco tuesday on your flagship for the broncos news talk kboi
2: Bronco Tuesday and uh, Bob Beeler is with us from Colorado Springs, Colorado getting ready for tonight's game. Boise State plays at Air Force. So what uh, what are we expecting tonight, Bob?
4: Well, I would think just more of the same.
6: The last three games Boise State has played, they have been unbelievable since coming off the bye. They've shot over 50% in all three games. They've dominated the rebounds, and that's a recipe for staying in first place. Boise State, Utah State tied for first. The Aggies tonight will be at Fresno State. Boise State, again, at Air Force. Uh, Both teams should be favored on the road. Both will probably win, but, uh, again, big game for Boise State, not only for the conference race, but also needing a win to, uh, you know, It'll help uh, pad their NCAA tournament hopes'll be on the air at six thirty tonight on six seventy a m
2: last night there was a report that there had been a a fire on the uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, campus of uh, uh the air force academy and that it, it might be difficult for people to get to the game tonight have they uh, resolved any of that
6: they, they've just they've made an announcement this morning that they will open things up to allow people on the campus or base or post, or whatever you want to call it, starting at 4 today. Now, the team will be able to have their shoot-around. Uh, we're leaving somewhere around ten fifteen, I think, this morning. Uh, I think the fire was actually off off the campus, sort of on the outskirts of the campus, I believe in some sort of wooded area, mm. and it was getting close to the campus. and They were worried that maybe you know there would be some infringement, but it sounds like everything's going to be a go tonight.
2: What are some of the other events that are going on uh, this week?
6: Well, of course, uh, we'll have the men's game tonight at 6.30 with the pregame show. Women's game will be also on 6.70 a.m. That'll be tomorrow night from UNLV, and UNLV is the top team in the Mountain West with the record of 14-1. Leonard Berry will have that call beginning at 6.30. Then Thursday night at 6, we'll be down at 10 barrel with our basketball show, that also on 6.70 a.m. And then Saturday, we've got a doubleheader. Women's team playing at 2 against Air Force and the men's team hosting New Mexico at 6.00. And of course, uh, we talked this morning about gymnastics. They will be having their quad meet Friday night at seven o'clock.
2: Tell us about that. I know we've played New Mexico, and actually, uh, we, we beat them there. But they're one of those, uh, I guess you'd say, top seven teams in the uh, the Mountain yeah, West this year. So I mean, they could be anywhere from first to seventh at any given time.
6: Well, and they kind of play like anywhere from first to seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some of the best wins and the best. Uh, Players in the conference, but that at times you scratch your head like they lost to Air Force on Saturday by a point at home. So uh, again, very talented team. Uh, three, their their perimeter players of, of Dent House and Mashburn are as good as anybody's in the conference. It'll be a fun game to watch. Would think that you know sometimes you expect a low scoring defensive game. I would think the game Saturday with New Mexico would be high scoring.
2: Is uh, is is Air Force uh, better than they were earlier in the season?
6: Well, they certainly were on Saturday when they beat New Mexico. They've only won two games this season in conference. Uh, they are 2-12. and 12. They have a couple of players that are really pretty good. They don't sub a whole lot. Their depth isn't overly good. Um, they shoot the ball from three, and if they're on, they're tough, and if they're not, you know you'll have a game like Boise State did uh, the last time they met. Ninety four fifty six. Boise State shot sixty percent was the best shooting night of the season. That was at home. They also out rebounded them by ten. So uh, you know you have a team at the top of the standings against the team at the bottom of the standings. You know I, I would think if Boise State plays well tonight, it should be a win.
2: That's true. I mean a, a thirty eight point win last time. If they do half as well, they should win by nineteen, right? <laughs>
6: Yeah, I would. I would hope so. But uh, again, you know, every game is a different game, and every game there's a different strategy, and, and they right. do have, much like football, they, they run a weird Princeton style offense.
2: All right, we'll talk to you tonight, Bob. Thanks.
0: Live home, live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at three.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is
0: Casper and
1: Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Hmm. You've seen Dylan? Yeah. What year? Uh, Probably 10 or 12 years ago, I guess. No, probably more than that. Maybe 15. Okay. Yeah, he came to the uh, Ford Idaho Center. Huh.
3: You know what? What? He's coming back. All right. He's coming back
5: August 7th.
3: Not just him. Not just him.
2: Ah.
5: Ooh, name that tune.
3: No. No. Contest isn't now. Contest is then. Melon camps coming? Small
2: town. Oh, that's it? Oh.
5: Oh, he's going to be here too, huh? Yep.
3: Together? And family, all three. One concert.
2: Ford, Idaho Center. So Willie and Dylan and... Uh, Mellencamp. Mellencamp. Yep. It's kind of like Farm Aid, isn't it?
3: <laughs> it's the Outlaw Music Festival.
2: Right. That's how it's being built.
3: I think that's a Wednesday, August 7th. Well, Waylon
2: Jennings is dead, so I guess he couldn't come.
3: Brittany Spencer will be, joining, will be joining them as well.
2: Tickets if, on if sale. I look, if I look confused, uh, it's... <laughs> That's why I went with the first okay. three you saw Willie, yeah, I've seen Willie at in fact, I saw Willie at the Western Idaho Fair one year. Do you remember it? yeah, I remember uh like all of it, I remember distinctly that he he didn't like he didn't seem to have any rhythm at all, huh, I mean, he was just kind of singing all over the place, but this might be. This might good, be one of the few fun. times. This might be one of the last
3: times. I don't, I don't want to wish ill on anybody, but reality's reality is mm-hmm. reality. Okay? Well, you know, Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Mellencamp, all in one billing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's re- that's really cool.
5: Willie's 90.
3: He's going to be older August 7th.
5: <laughs> I go, if you're a Willie fan, I would go to that.
3: Mm-hmm. We have... News Talk KBOI has tickets to this show. Now we've inundated the morning show with concert tickets.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We've inundated the uh, the afternoon show. The, the host in the afternoon show has is is great guy. By the way, I, I name escapes me offhand. Um, interviewing Nikki Haley scheduled to, who's to to be on the show three fifty uh, three fifty PM uh, the PM uh, today. today. Yeah. Um
5: God, I can't remember his
3: name escapes me. Um however Is
2: it important though? I mean you know, not
3: really. Okay. So you know who we haven't given away concert tickets during any other show? Bon Shapiro, mm-hmm. or Walsh. True. So listen. Listen between the hours of sick uh, sorry of ten and three. Listen between the hours of ten and three for a cue to text today. Today, okay. Tomorrow, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, and who knows? Maybe we might even carry it on into the weekend. Wow! For a chance to win tickets, now tickets go on sale. You, you could qualify to win them. There's going to be a, there's going to be a code. Um, the, the, now, those of you who are already friends with us on Facebook. Unlike the Ada County Republican Party, we have permission to our Facebook page. I got you. Uh, we, you've already been notified. If you're friends with us on Twitter, you've already been notified. Be listened to the cue to text. We didn't tell you the cue. We didn't tell you the text. We didn't tell you the code.
2: We didn't tell you how to spell it. We haven't told you much except who's coming in concert.
3: Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Mellencamp, all in one billing. You will be. You might be able to smell this concert Ian Emmett. And Brittany something. And Brittany Spencer. Right, her. Yep. Brittany Spencer. Outlaw Music Festival. Cool. So be listening. Uh, plenty of reasons for, for you to listen really on a daily basis. Uh, every morning, midday, afternoon uh, here. By the way, I'm Nate Shellman, filling in for Mike Casper as a number of you were. Uh, that's, were...
2: that's the afternoon show. Well, named, that guy? Nate, Nate, Nate Shellman. I, uh, th- wait, the he Nate the, Shellman? He has the same name
6: as you. Yeah, he
3: does. Yeah, he does. well, it's weird because he's the host of the Nate Shellman show, which they named the show before they found the host. So it just really happens to be one hell of a coincidence.
6: Yeah,
2: that was that was luck. Yeah. So be listening.
3: Be listening in the middays, be listening at work. Or, you know what, pretend to work, like anybody. By the way, you'll be able to hear the Q to text on the app. You'll be able to hear it online. You'll be be able to hear it on Google or Google Play or Alexa or however you, however you stream KBY if you don't listen on the air. So, there you go. Be listening. Uh, A lot going on. Uh, we got the, uh, we got, I love the shot right now from CNN as the uh, battleground primary is open. The polls are open, and there's a reporter standing alone in an empty gym right now as they're experiencing. uh, They're they're expecting protest votes on the Democrat side. Uh, there's going to be uh Republicans, uh Republic, some Republican
2: delegates and, chosen from and, this and, primary, and, and there should be people in there waiting in line or something. There should
3: be, I, I, I guess. Uh, they're showing file footage from how it yeah. looked. Now it's it's eleven, uh, it's ten after eleven I, right I, now in Michigan.
2: I obviously can't see it that well. Is is there a tumbleweed?
3: Uh, not yet. Okay, not yet. So uh, you don't really find many tumbleweeds in Michigan. Uh,
2: yeah, that's probably a good point. Moose possibly. It's actually quite humid there. Some, oh. You know, because of the uh, Great Lakes. Uh Uh-huh. Especially
4: Especially in the summer. Which, by the way, are
2: great. Stop it. One of them's eerie. They're not that. One of them is superior. Oh, my gosh.
3: Mike, hurry back. Mike Casper, hurry back. (laughs) So we got we got that to talk about. Now, through that, and uh, we talked about it, uh, we plugged it just uh, a little bit, got confirmation yesterday, got it put on the schedule yesterday during the afternoon program. Um, anyway, that guy uh, announced it on air that Nikki Haley is scheduled to be on at 10 to 4, 350. Mm-hmm. However, as schedules are with presidential candidates, uh, that uh, that might be subject to change. At any time, which you never know,
2: it is the chance that she'll be on at least double digits.
3: Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Yes. I would. Uh, I would put it at seventy-five twenty-five. Wow. On the high end, seventy-five percent to twenty-five percent mm-hmm. on on the high end. Scheduled to be on for about ten to twelve minutes. That's that's the only time we got. So yesterday during a uh, during just a uh, you know, when we when we got the word that it was going to happen, what question would you ask? If Nikki Haley was sitting in front of you right now and you got one question, not a statement, you don't get to throw anything at her, you have to behave civilly and ask a question you actually haven't heard asked or or, or answered.
2: I could ask my standard opening question. So you're running for president. What's the deal with that? What's the deal with that?
3: But once you get past the opener, Mm -hmm. your second question was, was, I think. So
2: you're in second place. What's the deal with that?
3: The, the I think the most common question that people want to know the answer to, why are you still in this? Yeah. What's keeping you running? Is it something we
2: don't know? Is it just the hope? Or, or is it something of which we're all aware? Right. Which is uh, the possibility that there may be trouble.
3: What's driving the constant push? Because everybody knows she just lost a lot of money from the Koch brothers. A lot of money. Because... The people who are investing a lot of money don't see her as a
2: winning investment yet I
3: guess that would be <laughs> that would be my interpretation of that
2: so your opening question are you a winning investment?
3: Well, I mean I'm sure she's already been asked time and time and time again mm-hmm. Why are you still going? Why are you still continuing this? What indicator is there? What, if if uh, you got Super Tuesday, you have you have states, a couple states that have gone by. You didn't win anything in Nevada because uh, you weren't, you didn't get any delegates out of there. But the question goes to you. What question would you ask Nikki Haley, GOP candidate for president, who's going to be scheduled to be on the afternoon show this afternoon at ten to four? What question would you ask her? Two oh eight. 36 3700 Do my work for me. 208-336-3700. <laughs> Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. But it has to be a question, not a leading question. It has to be an actual, real question you're asking of a GOP presidential candidate.
0: For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
3: This is a couple skate. See, I've seen Mellencamp. Yeah, never seen Dylan.
2: I've seen all three of them, but all separately.
3: Willie's lost a little bit on his fastball, but
2: it's still Willie. He's he's you know he's ninety.
3: Uh, shoot, I'm gonna have to buy tickets to this. I know it, because <laughs> we have new management. And the way things are done here have changed. There, there, there was a point in time where you know, especially since Casper's not here this week, uh, mm-hmm. all the tickets will be given away. Uh, n- <laughs> nothing's getting lost. Weird how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's just because he's not here, that doesn't mean we're not just gonna you know. Mess mention, with him a little bit.
2: Mention him every five minutes. Yeah, sure. Okay.
3: But at the same time, you have Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Bob Dylan come to the Ford Idaho Center and, Amphitheater and, August 7th. And,
2: and Britney Spencer.
3: And Britney Spencer. This might be, the, this. I, I don't want to say it with an affirmative, but the amount of times you're going to be able to see Willie Nelson in concert aren't many. Don't know if you're going to be able to uh, wait for the next time no. he comes around. Be listening between 10 and 3 for the cue to text during Bongino, Shapiro, and Matt Walsh. Nikki Haley is scheduled to be on the uh, program and at uh, at 3.50 this mm-hmm. afternoon. Scheduled to be on News Talk KBY live at 3.50 this afternoon. What question do you if you had a chance to ask Nikki Haley a question, what question would you ask uh, Nikki Haley? Uh, Steve in Caldwell texts in and says, ask her if she'll continue to campaign for president if she's not the GOP nominee. Now, I get stuff like this. I, I, I've gotten this question. I've gotten, well, would you support Donald Trump if he was the GOP nominee? And I thought they already answered that question when they agreed to be on stage. She she debated in the Republican debates and to debate in the Republican debates, you had to pledge allegiance to whomever the candidate was that was chosen as the nominee, whether they were on that stage or not, you had to pledge to support or vote for them Mm -hmm. if they were the Republican nominee. So, Steve, I... I I I almost want to disqualify your question because I think that question has already been answered. God answer got asked the question yesterday. Would she pardon Donald Trump if she was uh, if she was elected into president? Into which she's already said yes. She's already made that. Mm-hmm. She's she's already said if she is elected. Now I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I don't. She can only pardon him of federal charges. Well, good point. Yeah, you know, so that that, that would be. You know, you can't party I mean,
2: she's a, not she's not technically anti-Trump at, at all. She would like to be president, right? And she would probably like it if the uh, leading contenders would simply retire. Uh, another question here: uh, Who would be her top
3: pick for vice president? I mean, fantastic question. Which I would uh, which I would like to ask her if she won a state. That might be coming.
2: Who knows? Sp- Rico says uh, asked Nikki if she would support peace negotiation talks rather than just continuing the war in Ukraine.
3: Peace or war in in Ukraine. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I didn't have a Ukraine question on my own uh, on my own prep. 208 336 3700. What question would you ask Nikki Haley? Spider, Eagle listening on 670 KBY AM. Go ahead, Spider.
7: I guess I'd ask her: um, Would she run this administration based on personal beliefs, or would she base it on the oath that she's going to swear by to the support and uphold the Constitution of the United States?
3: Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what uh, what is forming that question?
7: Well, I'm a veteran. I took that oath. I still live by that oath every single day. A okay. lot of our a lot of our politicians have sworn to uphold the Constitution, they don't live by it at all.
3: Okay, but at, at some point, personal beliefs do factor in. I mean, you can still uphold the Constitution, yet be swayed by personal bias or personal beliefs. You, you understand what I'm saying?
7: It, it shouldn't be that way. In,
3: in a, you're, you're, you know what? You're right. In a perfect, uh, in a perfect uh, world, you're right, but I can't think of a single person who hasn't including including everybody who is or who has been in office, who hasn't been personally, swayed personally
7: by their. I, I, personally, I think only military should be able to run for president of the United States, since you're going to be the commander in chief. That's not
2: the ver- excuse me. That that's uh, not the first time I've heard that. Other people have said that it's 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 so important that you know somebody like an Eisenhower mm-hmm. or, or somebody like that who is completely familiar with the entire. Uh, mili- military industrial complex and how it runs.
3: Right. Uh, the the flip side to that, uh, Spider, which a lot of a lot of people don't like, is that uh, one of the I-, I would put forth an opinion that one of the interesting parts about the American military is that it is managed by whomever the commander in chief is, whether it be former military or mm-hmm. civilian. True. So to to put the to, to put the uh, to add to the qualification, one must uh serve in the military i don't know if i don't know if you still have that uh, that opinion in place cuz the right now the only thing is is you have to be born in the united states and be above the age of 35 35 that's it you don't have to graduate college you don't have to uh you don't have it doesn't matter what your gender is doesn't matter what your race is doesn't matter what your religion is be over 35 and an american What question would you ask Nikki Haley? She's scheduled to be on this afternoon at 10 to 4. What question would you want her to answer? We already have Why Are You Still in the Race? We uh, we, We have the question regarding peace or war in Ukraine. What would be your question?
1: Podcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI.
3: That's 31 degrees right now but somehow this song makes it feel like it's 80 and the top's down.
11: <laughs> and I get
3: that. And I'm driving on I-90 mm-hmm. all through, or 80, or any freeway.
2: John Mellencamp. I don't like evening slop. I just never had a taste for it. Ain't that,
3: America. Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Mellencamp, August seventh, Fort Idaho Center Amphitheater. Nikki Haley will not be she's not on the bill right now to perform. Nikki Haley? No. No. Britney Spencer. It's
2: probably a good reason for that.
3: Britney Spencer's uh okay. on, on the on the bill. Tickets go on sale. She's actually quite good. This Friday. Don't know if well you never heard Nikki sing.
2: Have you? Uh not that I can remember. Although no. we
3: did listen to some Britney uh, Spencer. Yes, we good, and, and she was pretty good. Not not bad at all. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. ictickets.com. You have a chance to win. Not now. Between 10 and 3 this morning, this afternoon, all throughout the week. Nikki Haley's scheduled to be on the program for an interview, not for a singing performance.
2: At 350 p.m. At, today.
3: At, at 350. Mm. And the reason we say scheduled is uh subject to change. Yeah. Stuff happens. However, do my work for me. What question do you want her to answer?
2: Stuff happens. That is a good way to say that.
3: 208 336 3700 You could also email. Uh you could either me email me, dot kby.com, or mm-hmm. Chris at KBY.com.
2: Mm-hmm. Mike uh, wrote in and says, "Gentlemen, for Nikki, would you settle for joining Trump on the ballot as vice president?" Now, part of the part of the purpose
3: of this kind of exercise is we try to like to be just a little bit different, right? And I feel like—is my memory off, or have they all answered that question in the past? Because DeSantis wasn't interested in it. I true. I thought. Nikki wasn't interested in it either. Or wouldn't answer. It was it was kind of one of those I'm more focused on being the nominee than you know. being the running mate. Might have been might have been that kind of answer. My my memory's off. But it's uh Mike, it's on the board. It's on the board. 208-336-3700. I think,
2: I think Tim Scott's interested.
3: Yo, yeah. I just get that feeling. I something about it. Yeah. I I mean, not just interested
2: flowers. I think there's about a 99.99999% that he's interested.
3: Tim Scott actually scheduled to come to Boise uh, later on for a private uh, 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 private political function. John in Bruno, listening on 93.1 yeah, hey KBY FM. Go ahead, John.
4: Yeah, hey, I asked her whether or not she would guarantee us that she's going to release the entire Epstein file and let us see who was on those flight logs going there, knowing... That mega-donor, Reed Hoffman, was on there many times. I've heard 29 times. And that's her main donor. And we all have to ask her also, why is she taking all this money from
3: a Democrat donor? Thanks, Nate. Would she release, would she guarantee the release of the Epstein file? Yeah. Huh. Her main donor is
4: on it. And he's a Democrat, mega Democrat donor, That's
7: the Huge uh, Clinton fan. That's huh. the, the, I mean, why is, she, why is she hooked up with him? Money. You just why said it. Money. That's why girl. money. Right, right, money. Right, right. But I that mean,
3: shows... Don't,
2: we, we know why. Money. But he's the LinkedIn guy, right?
5: For,
3: forgive me. Sorry no. about that. John, go yeah. ahead. Is that the LinkedIn guy? It is. He's okay. the LinkedIn guy. Right. right. Okay. All right. Next time you call in, John, turn your radio down.
2: Gee, T- yes, he is... Uh, Got about two and a half billion dollars, so he can, you know, steer a few things. I would imagine. Yeah. By the way, uh,
3: Donald Trump has also made it uh, known that he's donated to Democrat and Republican candidates in his lifetime. In his lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, so it, other, there are many people who donate across the aisle. They like to play both sides of the uh, of the table. Yeah. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. You could email Nate at KBY.com or Chris at KBY.com.
2: Uh, DH says, We are so far behind on so many fronts that we may never catch, never catch up. I'm considering bringing a uh, reparation suit for damages to our society and the list of crimes against humanity for what the public school system has done to our community. Most kids cannot tell you what countries border the United States, never mind what the First, Second, and Third Amendments guarantee and who they're guaranteed by. Sad, let's uh, continue fighting the non-issues over what pronouns to use while ignoring what our governments are doing to strip away our ability to defend ourselves simultaneously, allowing our enemies to gain access deep inside our country and establish a competitive advantage on the world ammunition and arms stage. To some, gun control is a hoax for these reasons. If we are going to allow our enemies to pour in drugs, weapons, ghost guns, and war fighters into the country, how can we believe in any form of gun control? A lot going on there. Thank you, D.H.
3: All right, so D.H., we're going to limit all. I'm going to to go ahead and edit all of that because the only question that D.H. asked was, how can we believe in any form of gun control? Yeah.
2: Wayne says, for Nikki Haley, if I remember correctly, you have made proposals for changing Social Security. Why are you willing to stick your neck out on this issue when the rest of the candidates run from it and mm. and reality?
3: 208 mm. 336 Aaron in Boise, listening on one kby KBY-FM. Go ahead, Aaron.
4: It seems like everybody wants to ask Nikki Haley questions about Trump. I, let me just ask a very generic question. Where does Nikki Haley stand on domestic issues? I know where she stands on foreign policy. I've seen her talk about Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan. But I have no clue where she stands on gas prices, inflation, uh, you know, Biden's bad policies on we all have to own electric cars by 2035. Uh, You know, ask her, what what is her vision for domestic policies? Because I kind of have no clue where she stands on that. See, here's here's the problem
3: with a question like that. And you can probably go to her website and get that answer. If I ask her, what's her stance on domestic policy? I could probably turn my microphone off, take my headset off, Mm -hmm. go get my hair cut and come back. In and she peace. wouldn't have taken a breath. <laughs> I Understand that, Aaron. Uh, I mean, it's well, not—it's yeah. not a horrible Aaron. You understand? It's not a horrible question. He just, just wants just, to know the answer to it, all. Well. It's just one of those questions where I might as well just ask her to read her website. Does that make right, sense? How
4: about more specific? How about gas prices?
3: Okay, okay. got it. See, and, and that's 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 a smaller answer, right? What are you gonna to do to lower what are you gonna to do to keep the price of gas low? That's it. Domestic oil production, oil refinery, gas prices, so on and so forth. Uh by the way, Aaron, while I got you, real quick, since since you said gas prices, do you care if um if Albertsons and Kroger merge?
4: Well, it, it does affect me because one of my side jobs with the gig economy, I do Instacart, so I do go into Albertsons and Fred Meyer's a lot. All I care about is how is it going to help me, you know, make more money. I I will say this: normally I would say no to the merger, but they kind of have a point that they got to compete against Amazon, Walmart, and Costco. I mean, do you care if they merge? So long as it benefits me.
3: (laughs) There we go. You know what? I don't know if it's going to benefit me. I just don't want it to hurt
2: me. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Because there's, I just had to throw it out there. Eric wants to know what is Haley's stance on federal land? uh, Protect for all Americans to use, or let the state have some control?
3: See, and I had a question uh, regarding, um, oh, oh gosh, regarding the wind farm. In, uh, in, in southern Idaho, and uh, the proposed wind farm in southern Idaho, mm-hmm. and kind of along those lines, but to make it more Idaho. And a lot of people want to ask questions about uh, uh, illegal immigration, and I was going to ask that question still making it Idaho since there was a report that came out saying that anywhere from 30 to 35 illegal immigrants are employed in Idaho. How does one secure the border yet keep people you – know, yet keep the workforce in place.
2: Jeff uh, says, keeping the tradition of a conservative radio station interview with a Republican candidate, how about asking her what is her favorite color? What if she said black? That would be interesting.
3: First of all, KBOI does not bill itself as a conservative radio station. KBOI is news talk KBOI. It's not conservative news talk. Now, a lot of our commenters a lot of our shows are of a conservative bent but not every single one and furthermore we don't require that of the callers to call in so we're not going to ask her her favorite color however chuck does say chuck gets me on facebook and says the country's 34 trillion dollars in debt how can you get us back on track fiscally now that's a question he added a comment to that.
2: First, we find $34 trillion. Second.
3: Yeah. Uh, given your track, uh, by the way, uh, Chuck, Chuck goes on to say, given your track record of spending money with little to no results.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Chuck. Talking to every politician. Uh, this is not signed, but it says, I would ask how can you make the food we eat a lot cheaper and stay that way or even uh, go down in time? I think we could probably combine that with the uh, Albertson Kroger <laughs> question.
3: <laughs> well, and and I mean that that goes to that goes to the cost of everything. However, we do we do grow a lot of food here. We sell a lot of food out of the country. We we trade a lot of the food out of the country. Other countries buy our food, and it does. Uh, people do feel a certain way when they go to the grocery store and they see produce that we grow here, but the produce. That is at the grocery store. Isn't from the United States? It's from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So we we have there are avocado farms here. People do grow avocados in the United States. However, when you go buy an avocado yeah, how- in the grocery store, it's you probably have the jingle playing in your head.
2: Right, avocados from, from, from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we all watch the Super Bowl, don't we?
3: Sure. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBOI. This, the Albertson-Kroger merger, what question would you ask Nikki Haley if you had her for one question? She's on the schedule this afternoon for 10 minutes.
1: And Bongino here. Join me today. I'm up after these guys. Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
3: Out my door, came along. Dedicate this song,
5: all the girls I've loved before. Oh.
2: To of the girls who.
3: Could you imagine if Julio Iglesias came out on stage?
2: That would be. Kind of cool. He, You know, he's 80.
3: I would lose my mind. So, but
2: but the the two of them together would be 170 years old.
3: I would absolutely lose my... Or I would think I was having...
2: Uh, I got a hold to of all, uh, some bad uh, cheese. <clears throat> to, to all the girls I've left before. I See, I always sound like a vampire when I try to do that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Where? I love your neck. You made it weird. <laughs> and, I, and then when I try to do a, a vampire, I, I sound Jewish. Anyway, it's just... <laughs> It's strange.
3: Anyway, Willie Nelson, the, the
2: the the whole crux of that is Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan,
3: John mm-hmm. Mellencamp, and maybe Dracula are coming to the uh, Ford Idaho Center
2: Amphitheater. I'll fly in for the thing. Again, like a Jewish guy. I mean, Julio Iglesias
3: is not on the bill, but, you know, weird things have
2: happened. It doesn't say with special guests. No, it? Well, it says cool.
3: Willie Nelson and family. I don't know if they're related. Well,
2: and I, and his sister passed away, so she won't be on piano, I know that. So you, have-
5: thank you
2: thank you by the way for that, Jan. Jan wrote in and said that she saw Willie sometime back at the um you know, over at the uh what's it called by the prison.
3: Uh Oh the uh the uh the, oh my gosh. The botanical garden.
2: But yeah, in, in that Outlaw area. Field. Outlaw field, exactly. Yeah. That's the what I was trying to find. Anyway, uh she saw him there and um uh, Said he was really good, and at that concert, it's been a few years. His sister was on piano. She was, and she was his older sister. Uh, she died at the age of ninety here a couple years ago.
3: So we have Nikki Haley on. Uh, sorry, scheduled to be on right. this afternoon at three mm-hmm. fifty. Uh, invitations and conversations have happened with two out of three campaigns. Uh, which is now to say that conversations have been had and uh, conversed with two campaigns. Ryan Binkley. On X, who is, for those of you keeping score at home, the third uh, GOP candidate, has announced On X, formerly known as Twitter. Today, I am suspending my campaign for presidency of the United States of America and offering my endorsement and unwavering support for President Trump. I would like to thank my family, friends, and both people who knew I was on the ballot, eight 80 I added that. Yeah. 80,000 plus financial supporters and the hundreds of volunteers who helped share my vision. Without your efforts, prayers, love and generosity, none of this would have been possible. The the, the statement goes on but you got the gist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: So now it's now it's a two horse race.
2: We have to recut that commercial, don't
3: we? Son of a god. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the promo that says, uh, uh, yes.
2: This this question, it says, uh, oh, it says, my first time using the app, but I have no idea if this will get to Nate. It will. But for Nikki Haley, how will she make taxes easier and lower for the average citizen? Always a good thing to ask a politician.
3: I mean, usually if you just make them lower, that makes them easier. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't care how hard it is to do my taxes as long as it's lower. That's fine. I know a lot of you, I, I give my, I I pay somebody to do that. I pay a plumber,
2: I pay an electrician, mm-hmm. I pay a tax preparer. It's
3: just the way I am.
2: Denny in Nampa says, when you engage your conversation with uh, Th- Mrs. Haley, you'll probably uh, get just one question to her, then you can go get your hair cut, <laughs> and she will consume that whole interview with her answer to that one question. It's, well, yeah.
3: I have a some of you have called me out on this, I have a bad habit of interrupting people. So I might just interrupt her and move on to another question. 208-336-3700, just like
2: I interrupted Chris. Don't you hate when you uh, are, are interrupting somebody and they keep talking? That's so rude.
3: Mike Casper will be back uh, at some point.
2: When uh, we, However, let I, was, me... I wasn't necessarily talking about him.
3: George, Ontario, what question do you want asked? Real quick. When
4: will she secure a border?
3: When Again. When will or how will? When. Oh, when and
7: how. Yeah, when exactly.
3: and how will. And I kind of wanted to ask that question but make it Idaho, right? I kind of wanted to ask that question with, with an Idaho bent to it. Real quick, Bob Caldwell listening on 670 KBY AM. Go ahead, Bob.
7: The reason why President Biden is against the merger between Kroger and and Albertsons is because one is union and one is not. has nothing to do with prices. It, it would save more money. Kroger has a better distribution system than, I uh, mean, you know, Albertsons has a better, disp- well, in this area, better disp- distribution system than uh, Kroger does. Hey, Bob. So that we, we would benefit. Hey, Bob. Oh.
3: Yeah. Do you honestly care if they merge or not? Uh,
7: Be honest you, with you. Yeah, Kroger, Kroger here kind of sucks in the wintertime because everything has to come across from Oregon, and it's hard to get through the Blue Mountains, and we don't get produce sometimes or product. Mm. So that's an issue. Over here, it's all down in um, what is it now? Salt Lake, Salt Lake or uh, Utah. Next
3: time, have the, the lady call in. She has all the answers. <laughs> You're just getting in her way, Bob. I appreciate the call.
2: Quickly here, J.M. says, uh, "Will you initiate term limits?" a balanced budget, and the biggest one, drug testing for all people in Congress.
3: Ooh, all right. We will be, uh, listen, I, I hope she's on time at 3.50 this afternoon. However, for those
6: of you that are interested in concert tickets, be listening just after top of the hour news.